0: This is Colonel Reginald Fitzwilliams, and welcome to a special Easter edition of Gentleman Debate. I'd like to wish you all a glorious Easter. Now here is your host, Ethan.
1: Thank you, Colonel, and welcome all to Gentleman Debate. I'm your host, Ethan. Today is a very special holiday. It's Easter, where the bunny shows up and and poops out. Jelly beans and stuff. So we thought we might be in the festive spirit of making a little special video for you guys. So uh, we're gonna start off with I have a funny question for all you guys out there. It's a very special. I have a funny question. Then we uh, got something a uh, little special thing we got coming up for you guys. So first, before we get into all that <coughs> jazz, let's uh let's introduce the the co-hosts. Uh, let's start off with the one, the only Cletus.
2: Hello. Yeah, I'm, well, uh, hello. That's me. I'm Cletus.
1: Yes, you are Cletus. Uh huh. <laughs> Is that all you have to say, Cletus? Uh huh. <laughs> Nothing about how it's, you know, like Easter today and it's all festive?
2: Oh, yeah, they took me to a brunch and I ate a lot of bacon.
1: Sweet. Uh, well, I suppose we should get to the other uh, co host, Fizzywit
0: happy easter guys happy easter ethan happy easter cletus
1: Happy so, easters
0: yep yeah. and so ethan is this going to be a shortened uh, holiday episode and we'll be back to our regular scheduled program next week
1: yeah we thought we might make like a little festive video so we're gonna make it a little bit unique um cool. so we're gonna have uh just a quick i have a funny question and then we're going to uh we got we got something special afterwards I don't I don't want to reveal the secret until after we do the I have a funny question. Cool. So, uh, yeah. So we got we got I have a funny question. It, it's in the festive spirit. It's a very uh, interesting one, having to do with uh, the mythical or not mythical, in whosoever's opinion, uh, Easter Bunny. We're going to be discussing today what is the strangest type of mythical creature for a holiday? She Hulk. <laughs> That's a superhero, Cletus.
0: She Hulk. Yes. It's a yeah. mythical holiday creature. What what
2: holiday is She Hulk for? Uh, well, it came out on February first, oh, nineteen seventy
0: nine. A Valentine's Day She Hulk. Yeah,
2: it, it's Easter. It was She-Hulk. <laughs> well, She Hulk. Well, Ethan, I'm, also- I'm
0: I'm I'm going to say the Easter Bunny is very bizarre since it is Easter.
1: Uh, I mean, uh, Easter Bunny too. <laughs> You, you guys choose, like, the Easter Bunny and stuff. I know he, like, poops out jelly beans and all that, but have you ever heard of the Icelandic uh, gnomes that, that come no. through Christmas? Yeah? so no. Let me name one of them. I think we talked them. about them. So, uh, there's one of them, I think is called Spoon Snatcher in Icelandic. And there's another one named Door Licker. He licks your door. And there's another one called um, Window Tapper or something. Window snapper. Yeah, he literally, like, I think they tap on, he taps on your window. Oh. And it just scares you, I, I suppose. Sorry. It was, I, I just realized, I just had the revelation of realizing that it was spoon liquor.
0: Spoon liquor?
1: Yeah. I, uh, I thought you said it was
0: spoon snatcher.
1: Nah, it's spoon liquor. Oh. I forgot. He licks your spoons and puts them back into the silverware, like, drawer or whatever. Gross. Yeah, I think there's like 13 of them. You can look them up. They're pretty interesting. Iceland. I- I'm notes. gonna have to go. with, Like they're uh, they're probably the weirdest. And I-, I think one of them literally just eats your kids. Like the rest <laughs> of them are like spoon liquor, and then and then there's just one of them who literally just eats your kids.
0: Oh well, I I really think the Easter Bunny is pretty bizarre. I mean, the a tiny little bunny gets Easter baskets, puts candy in them, and hides them around your house. And he's just a bunny. Also,
1: the jelly beans, poop? The, yeah, the jelly
0: uh, beans the jelly, are poop. Yeah, it poops jelly beans. Um, like Santa Claus, at least you could come up with, like, a space-time continuum thing for him. But the Easter bunny, that just doesn't make any sense. That is really strange. Oh. Sweet. Oh, my <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait. Um. I did, just really quick, I found one real quick article from Time Magazine on the origin of the Easter Bunny. Just going to read it real quick, because I know this is a mini episode. The exact origins of the Easter Bunny are clouded in mystery. One theory is that the symbol of the rabbit stems from pagan tradition, specifically the festival of Eoster." Eoster. Sound familiar? A goddess of fertility whose animal symbol was a bunny. Rabbits are known for energetic breeding and have traditionally symbolized... Fertility. Eggs are also representative of new life, and it's believed that decorating eggs at Easter dates back to the 13th century. Um, And hundreds of years ago, churches had their congregations abstain from eggs during Lent. Interesting, in addition to (laughs) meat. Yeah, so meat and eggs. So that's how they suddenly said that Bunny, which is some sort of fertility goddess, puts candy and eggs in your—and poops jelly beans into your kids' baskets.
1: Well, okay. Considering it's the fertility goddess, I'm a bit worried.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Well, i just like to post on the
2: Instagram that says, it says at the top, it's one of those moms. It says, Democrats reading the Constitution and it's Gaston holding a book sideways saying, how do you read this? There's no pictures. <laughs> it's because them Democrats keep... What does that have to do
0: with mythological holiday creatures?
2: Oh, sorry. Well I'll just tell about holiday creature. I would I would have to agree with you as well on that one.
0: What about Already? the leprechaun for St. Patty's Day?
2: Yeah. He steals your oh, lucky charms. He's not he's just trying to protect his gold. It's a lot a lot weirder than Actually, you know what? I'm gonna have to go with Santa Claus. He's trying to
1: protect his gold.
2: I'm gonna uh, have to go with Santa Claus. Now She-Hulk is great. A fat and Little man
1: watches oh, fa- oh, kids while
2: they're sleeping and I'm... breaks into your house and leaves them, quote-unquote, gifts. <laughs> that sounds very particular. I'm going to watch your kids while you're sleeping, and then in the middle of the night at midnight, I'm going to leave gifts under a tree.
1: Also, Not... he knows when you're awake. so. Cletus,
0: <clears throat> I don't remember in the holiday story of Santa Claus that he watches kids. I heard he comes down the chimney... He eats cookies and he leaves presents. Actually, I don't remember it, 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 him watching your He knows her when
1: you're sleeping. No, no, he sees you when you're sleeping. He, he... sees you when you're sleeping. Uh, yeah, there you go.
0: Yeah, that's creepy. That's creepy. So, <laughs> so Cletus is is She-Hulk. Wh- why did you start with that? Where did that even come from? I know she's green and the Leprechaun is dressed in green, and they might get along, but
2: well, She-Hulk is just my favorite comic book character. Huh. Old She-Hulk.
1: So, She-Hulk's your favorite comic book character and your favorite holiday animal.
2: Yeah, yeah it, well, it's not really a holiday. It just came out on February 1st. Oh. She-Hulk's been okay. around for years. I think it's like, the 70, 1976, February 1st. Issue 1. Not sure if
0: you quite grasp the concept of the question.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> This has already uh, been a very interesting discussion over if Santa Claus is a pedophile or not. And <laughs> the Easter Bunny, uh, kids literally eating his uh, crap, but you know. Well, their jelly beans are there.
0: delicious. I had some today. They're good.
1: I uh, thought
2: they were icky. Well, they weren't like sweet. the sweet jelly beans. They're like the nasty ones. I don't know. It's you weird. know what these guys took me to before? Before? Uh, before I went to brunch? You know where they took me? We do a concert with the laser light show. Ooh, we are rocking out!
1: Oh, a a concert. Was and it then a... they
2: started talking about Jesus. Oh, was it I a was church? Very confused. Yeah, was it was it a, a church. A... That's and What you so guys called were... it? Because my church, you sit down, you sing some hymns, and you praise the Lord. You don't. <laughs> you don't walk in and. And then the guy up there was like, he was like. Jesus is my savior. Sing it with me.
0: So Cletus, you went to church today. That's good. And you said it was no, like I, a, I, a, I laser try,
2: try to go every Sunday. Well you're uh, a good oh, yes.
0: You're a good Christian, Cletus. That's good. Yeah, and happy Easter, everybody. And I hope you all had a great Easter and uh pray, praise the Lord.
1: Yeah. Uh well America. We uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I suppose this is uh the end of our little little uh, special we got here, but um, we got so we got something like pretty cool for you guys to check out. It's Speak fizzywig, do you? Uh, oh, what I was up? just
0: I was just wondering what the surprise was. You said there's a special surprise for our listeners.
1: Well, uh, we today uh, for Easter because it's like specials. We're we're gonna make a, a compilation. You're gonna listen to all the compilations of the best moments from each of our episodes. Oh, it's cool. Uh, a,
0: a clip show.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's pretty sweet. It's, it's got me in it, and, it, and it's got fiz- it's got you too, and it's got Cletus. It's got Fizzywig and then Cletus in the night.
0: Well, this is our eleventh episode. We have ten episodes under our belt, but I do want to say one thing: is on TV when like they would run out of budgets, they would they would have these clip shows, and they were usually like the limpest of the series. Like, oh limp, no, did we run out of a like lane? Um, but did, but I was just going to say, did we blow just, our budget? Just go check Shades of Gray in season two of Inter- of Star Trek: Next Generation. It was a real crapper, but I think I our greatest hit show will be fantastic.
1: I I I, I suppose we should get on should we get on to the uh, the compilation.
0: I think Cletus had some business to take care of. He mentioned earlier today to me. Oh
1: oh yeah yeah Cletus, what was that business you needed to take care of with? All of my friends
2: over there at the uh, plant were telling me about this new website they call the Discords. So I gave it a look at, and it's actually pretty interesting. So I made one for gentlemen's debate, and you basically can go in there, join calls, and chat with us. And it's not like you don't have to pay anything. It's just the link's going to be there. You want to join, click join. You don't have an account, make an account, and you'll start debating with us. So So,
0: we can go in there and and actually chat with the listeners.
2: Yep, we we certainly can.
0: Right. Also, we
2: have an Instagram now at Gentleman Debate. Give us a follow. I have an Instagram as well, please Miguel Jr. Well, Give maybe when we get back well.
0: from um, from Easter break and we do next week's episode, we can plan a time, uh, a day and a time where we're actually in there chatting, and the listeners can join us. And I'll just, oh, be, I'll just be in like there a
2: good idea. generally all the time. You want to so, message me? I'll I'll, join, I'll, I'll chat. We'll, we'll do a chats.
0: Excellent. And I can't wait to get all the horrible trolls just telling us how stupid we are. and
1: My ugly face. Yeah. Don't it's talk cute. about my ugly face. I'm beautiful. <laughs> wait a minute. You guys haven't seen my face. Well, well, don't talk about it.
0: And also, guys, make sure you leave us an iTunes review. We, we haven't gotten any in a while. And shoot us an email, gentlemendebate at gmail.com. And I'll see you guys all next week for our regular scheduled program. And thanks, Reethan, for, for having me. And uh, can't wait to hear our greatest hits.
1: Yeah. So uh, just one more thing. I'll probably generally be on the Discord, too. Um, if you guys want to ask any questions, that's also a uh, good place to do it. If you also want to post any memes or something on there, you can do that. I mean, Keep it appropriate. Please keep it appropriate. <laughs> don't Don't go too nuts. We are a clean
0: lyrics podcast, so try to uh, be gentle on us.
1: I uh, will delete listeners. any uh,
2: of them naughty words. Like Democrat? Like heck. Oh, no. You can post those Democrat memes all day. I laugh. They, they're they funny. It's funny because those Democrats, they're stupid.
0: Oh, stop it. We accept all kinds here. We we, we like all listeners.
1: Yeah, except for those communists.
0: Well, the communists better dead than red.
1: Alright, uh, I, I suppose we're gonna get on to the cool compilation, uh, it's, uh, broadcasted by the Fizzy Wig, it's, it's uh, pretty good. So, I, I suppose I'll see you guys next week, uh, enjoy the compilation. Enjoy our little specially created. I will see you guys later. Goodbye!
0: Goodbye! And now, the greatest hits from the first ten episodes... Gentleman's Debate. Be
1: warned. Welcome all to the Gentleman's Debate. This is our podcast where we debate the mysteries of the world. Can, they, can these fruit have weapons? No, so they're hand just hand rolling over each other. Hand-to-hand hand combat. They don't have hands, so no.
2: Fruit-to-fruit fruit combat. Yes. I was like, apple, tomatoes, and bananas. Those are soft. Anything hard hits that, it's going to it's going to get smashed. I went with the black walnut.
0: I personally believe the coconut would win. No one will defeat the coconut in this war. Coconut would win an extended conflict and could not be and also couldn't be defeated in the short term because its husk is virtually impenetrable.
1: My position is I believe the avocado is going to win.
0: The avocados would just be just blasted all over the place. They would be guacamole no, at that because- point. No, because There would be so many of the
2: avocados. Yeah, the avocados lose here, man.
0: An endless supply of walnuts just bouncing off a coconut would eventually crack the coconut open.
2: Yes, because there's hundreds of walnuts.
1: Manpower is always a key in war.
0: guys are saying anything that cannot be explained
1: yes can dogs sense it yes the
2: max
0: wife
1: (laughs) (laughs) a man brings two dogs into a haunted house and then lets them outside and never sees them again it was the ghosts work
0: a dog has 300 million olfactory receptors in their nose, where, where humans only have 6 million. Couldn't there have just been a like a hot dog truck nearby, or they could no. have, they could smell a hot dog like a mile away? Or
2: Who would sit down and count every individual hair in the dog's nose?
1: So, a devil dog, if it's from hell, then it's there for the supernatural. So, if, if it's a devil dog, it, it can sense
0: supernatural things more than a normal dog.
1: Yes, because it's from hell. You want to know proof why
2: ghosts are real? Yep. All right. My cousin Jerry, he's a ghost. One Thanksgiving, he sat down and turned into a ghost.
0: So, Cletus, there's a difference between a corpse and a ghost. One is a dead body. A ghost is uh, somebody that's come back from the dead, and they animate.
2: Well, Hold I on, guys. I got to call, call someone real quick. You know, Cousin Jerry? These, these guys say he's dead. Yeah, I, I know. I thought he was just a ghost.
1: So today, we each picked a law that is the weirdest or the strangest. In the state of Arkansas, pronunciation of the
2: Arkansas word, if you pronounce it wrong, you could get a fee. A fine. A fee. I think it's pronounced three, Arkansas.
1: It, says, it is pronounced it says, Arkansas. It says,
2: it says yeah. there's three syllables, and you must pronounce it Arkansas. Oh, my
1: goodness. Then why did it spell Arkansas? So if you shoot... Or hurt Bigfoot, you'll be fined or arrested.
0: It's a very strange law. Mythical creature law. I like it. Yes. Could it just be possible that these these kooks, they don't want them out in the woods just blasting away at each other at imaginary creatures?
2: I know kooks. Walk around the weekends every day, try to find me some Bigfoot meat. Imagine what that <laughs> tastes like. Can, can I
0: change my argument um, to you can't marry the same man four times in Kentucky? That's actually a big issue there.
2: Alright, well, today's topic is the craziest sport you can find
1: out there. Extreme uh, ironing. Competitors who call themselves ironists... The domestic chore has been performed underwater, hanging from cliffs, while skiing or snowboarding, and even on top of vehicles.
0: Well, how do you win?
2: Let's say you're skydiving, right? And you're trying to iron your clothes. If you iron your clothes wrinkle-free before you hit the ground, you win.
0: <laughs> the craziest sport that I've found is called cheese rolling. From the top of a hill, a seven to nine pound round roll of cheese is sent rolling down the hill. And then competitors start running after the cheese. They race down the hill after it. I guess the cheese has a one-second head start, and the cheese can get up to 70 miles an hour. Oh, imagine this.
2: Imagine this. Two Australian kids playing table tennis. We could be normal people, but no. They had to get a soccer ball and start beating it across the table with their heads.
1: People, like Kids would do this in their basement, basically. Like You got, you got, you got a ping-pong table, and you got a soccer ball.
2: I would just yeah, say it's... they're practicing for soccer.
1: Yeah, or you know, I'd, you... I'd say they're being kids.
2: I'd say, what the heck's gone wrong with our generation? Now, if I saw them running down a wheel after a, after a wheel of cheese, I'd slap their back and say, go get him, son. She's going to win me a wheel of cheese. Today's topic is, out of the 10 most expensive things in the world, which one is the most useless? I'm going to go with saffron. I actually
0: saw this stuff in Walmart. I was in the spice aisle, and I saw all the little spices like cinnamon and nutmeg. And then all of a sudden I see a security device on a jar, a little jar of spice. And it was a $36 for this little tiny jar of saffron. It was like, it looked like a pencil shavings, like tiny, $296 an ounce.
1: Why would you want a watch that's $25 million? It's just, it's just a watch. It tells you the time.
0: Well, it's covered with gems. But it is
2: ugly.
1: And, I mean, if I'm going to be honest, why would you want that?
2: What would you rather have? This bottle of saffron, the, the watch, or the antimatter? Okay. What would you get the most use out of?
1: Antimatter. <laughs>
2: well, well, definitely not the antimatter. Ant- At least you can make some salad with your saffron. and.
1: I, I was just thinking, like, you know if you put an antimatter in a sandwich? Do you have okay. any idea how great that would be? I mean, it would explode. <laughs> I mean, imagine... All- all the flavor you'd have.
0: <clears throat> how could it even touch air? Like how, like a jar of peanut butter. You open a jar of peanut butter, you get a knife, you spread the peanut butter on the bread when you're making the sandwich. If that jar of peanut butter was antimatter, you'd open the jar and everything would just explode.
1: You'd sink your teeth and that, release the antimatter? Do you have any idea how good that would taste? <laughs> before you explode into a million bits?
0: I'm going to Google this. What does antimatter taste like taste like
2: the closest thing what any matter tastes like you just Um, said if you touch it you explode
1: i i currently live on mars but uh it's it's an interesting experience yeah so, I
0: heard that um, SpaceX wasn't going to even have um, equipment to Mars until 2024, and then the first manned uh, folks were going ge- to get to Mars in 2026.
2: What are How you doing on uh, that? Uh, uh, How in the heck did you get to Mars?
0: So, so Ethan, I know in the last episode you mentioned something about mushrooms. Um, you haven't been uh, consuming any of those mushrooms, have you?
1: Well,
2: yeah, but. Oh, boy. That's ain't good for you. Mrs. Gilgaham's classroom. <laughs> Gil-ga-ham. Gilgaham. And I would raise my hand and say, "Miss Gilgaham, look at Jimmy. He needs help. And he was sitting on the ground, foaming up in the mouth, and he had an overdose and died right there in sixth grade. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> we, we still don't know to this day what I, he was on.
0: Uh, I think I would have read about a... Uh... Uh, a kid overdosing on mushrooms in a Miss Gilgaham's class. I don't.
1: So the topic is: it's in what job you could do? Well, drunk, effectively. Doing a podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> the engine
2: block guys at my plant, they come back every single day after lunch, completely wasted. They'll just sit there, they slap down the engine block. Nah, 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 nah. Well, anyway, that doesn't matter. So, so. Just, just note, next time you're driving in your blank car, <laughs> it was probably assembled by some guy that was hammered.
0: I've always been fascinated by this story that I heard on the making of Jaws about um, Robert Shaw giving probably one of the best speeches of all time in the movies, which is the Indianapolis speech about um, delivering the bomb, and the sharks uh, eating his, uh, his fellow sailors, his fellow comrades. And I always thought that um, I heard like there was one day that he did it when he was completely drunk. In certain cases, an actor being drunk or hammered would be a huge advantage and they could still do their work effectively.
1: In your fear of bartender, you're probably going to be drinking with your patrons and talking to them so you can get more tips, so you can get to know them. And the best way to actually like to get to understand them is to drink with them.
0: So, Ethan, I actually was a bartender. I'd often work with this old fireman. He would get out a glass and he'd fill it to the brim with uh, whiskey. And I can tell you, firsthand proof, within within an hour, he was completely useless.
2: You don't have to be worried. They're so good at what they do, they don't even have to think about it anymore. Yeah,
0: but I'm worried about their health, their mortality. That you, you know, you become an alcoholic. They're
2: and... fine.
0: <laughs>
1: That's just through
0: alcoholism, alcoholism is nothing to shake a finger at, Cletus.
1: Topic for today is what is the most incredible machine?
2: The Saturn V rocket. It, it was the rocket to land the first man on the moon.
1: Well, <laughs> well, technically, uh, Cletus, the communists got to the moon first because they rammed the satellite into it. Yeah, I wouldn't call that getting to the moon first.
2: Damn dirty communists!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Better dead than red, Cletus.
2: That's that's what I. That's what my grandpa used to say all the time.
1: So, what's uh, your position, Ethan? I'm going with the Bob Semple tank, made by New Zealand. This tank originally was just a tractor. They put some metal plates on it and then they hey, attached some guns to it.
0: Why was it called the Bob Semple tank? It was the design. Because it was
1: made it- by a guy named Bob Semple. Why do you think the space rocket is better than my tank? Does yours blast off in outer space and go to the freaking moon? The rocket, you got all that right. Yeah, it does go to space and stuff, but it, it doesn't kill bad people.
2: Why
0: use cannons when you could just slap a couple of machine guns on top of a Caterpillar tractor? I guess maybe you could go, it would be good in assaulting the infantry, but if that tank went up against another tank, I I got a bad feeling.
2: Sanded rocket. Bob Semple. Imagine how awe-inspiring it would have been to hear this.
1: One small step life for mankind What is the stinkiest thing in the world?
0: I'm gonna go with the skunk.
1: The skunk. The skunk That ain't stinky. You don't know stinky if
2: you think the skunk stinky. <laughs>
1: It's like your average, um, I don't know, rock concert, and it smells like uh, someone's been smoking the dopes or the, or the oh. doobies.
2: I don't know what you guys have heard in this, but it's called the durian fruit. The durian fruit. D-U-R-I-A-N? Yes, the durian fruit. It'd smell
1: like someone farting in a jar, Let that let that baby incubate for, like, a couple years. Is it the stinkiest in the universe or the world? That is the question. I think it's I the world.
0: I think it's in the world.
1: Because if it was in the universe, I could have picked Uranus.
0: Oh, boy. Oh. Is
1: that the type of person we
2: got dealing with here?
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm literally talking about the planet Uranus.
2: Hey, Ethan's one of the AMS.
1: No, I'm not. <laughs> lying. It's actually one of, literally, on sciencealert.com. Okay, let me read what it says. I did hear it
0: was a gas
2: giant. Oh, you're funny.
1: I'm going I'm to quote this from sciencealert.com. Uranus. Recent research has pinned down the fact that the planet smells like rotten eggs. It's a distinct smell and which is present abundantly in the atmosphere of Uranus.
0: I you know what I was while you were uh, reading that Ethan I looked it up and it's on Forbes. there's a there's an article in Forbes of April of, of last year and it does say that Uranus has the distinctive smell of rotten eggs. However, in the negative 200 degrees Celsius atmosphere, which is made mostly of hydrogen, helium, and methane, would take its toll long before the smell. So I don't think you could get close enough to Uranus to smell it. Letus, anyway. I think we're going to need a ruling here. Um, well, you said the stinkiest thing on Earth. On Earth, cool. yeah. We, we definitely said
2: on Earth, not another planet.
1: All right, That's all, right all right, all right, all right. I understand. If there was aliens among us right now, what would they either invent or build?
0: So you're just assuming there's aliens here on Earth, and they've been here for some time, I imagine. Assuming, yes. Human inventions and structures stolen from aliens. There's a couple of things on here of of interest. Egyptian carvings. There's a reference to Greek fire, which sounds similar to modern-day napalm. Around the 7th century, the fire was shot from ships. It says the Greek fire was used constantly throughout the Byzantine Empire. Actually, that that sucks. I'm going to go with this other one, the Antikythera mechanism. Sometime around 205 BCE, a clock-like instrument or mechanism was created by aliens. This mechanism is incredibly advanced. It was used aboard ships as a navigation tool by predicting the locations of the sun, moon, and five known planets. Possible Alien origins. So basically a really old clock. So that's my position. I'm going to go with the Antikythera mechanism.
2: Aliens! Like... Aliens! Oh. Aliens! So you know how them scientists always dig up those bones? The big, big lizards?
0: You mean dinosaurs?
2: Yes, that dinosaurs. Big, big lizards. lizards. So whatever. Lizard. doesn't matter. Those are actually alien remains. <laughs> Many people don't know this. There were the dinosaurs and then there were the mole people. And the, the mole people were at war with them. So yeah, that's that's how it happens. That's,
0: that's your position. The dinosaur bones are actually aliens. The dinosaurs were yes. aliens and they were and all they killed. created
2: Stonehenge in all of the pyramids.
0: Gotcha. And, and they, they were killed by the mole people. I think, uh, Cletus, have you gotten into Ethan's mushrooms by chance? Just, just. So I, I don't, don't
1: eat mushrooms!
0: Mercifully, that is all we have time for this week. Thanks once again for joining us for this Easter episode. See you next week.
2: Today's music was brought to you by Musicians of Marlboro, like The Cigarette Company. And you can find them on freemusicarchive.org. Org stands for organization. Just one. Just to let you guys know.